Hello, hi, and welcome to this episode of the Mandy Mayer podcast. As per usual, this podcast is all about getting healthier, getting fitter, getting stronger, getting more active, moving your body a little bit more, and in the process, losing some fat. In today's episode, I'm going to chat all about smart calorie swaps, when and how and why they are so important, and how they're going to help you achieve some of your goals. But before I jump into this episode, I just want to take a moment to thank every single one of you who do rate and review the podcast, as well as those of you who do purchase virtual coffees in support of this podcast. All of this is so much appreciated and none of it goes unnoticed. So thank you very much. So let's jump straight into it and talk about smart calorie swaps. I mean, let's really chat about them. Let's break it down. Why are they so important? Well, first and foremost, we know, we know by now, if you've listened to any other of my episodes on this podcast or watched any of my social media videos, you will know that the fundamental of fat loss is being within a calorie deficit. And if you don't know what a calorie deficit is by now, I strongly suggest that you head over to one of my social media accounts at Running for Mayor or start listening to this podcast from episode one. So when most people start off on their fat loss expedition, it becomes or it starts off with that all or nothing mindset. It starts off with go big or go home. It starts off with something drastic. And by that, I mean going from takeaways several times a week to going to absolutely no takeaways at all and instead having dry chicken breasts and broccoli. By now, realistically, we know that this is not going to be great for adherence because you're cutting out absolutely everything that you love and you're now consuming things that are labeled or classified or seen as diet foods. But let's be real, dry chicken breasts and broccoli can become quite boring, especially if you're eating it seven days a week. And that's why I want to say it's quite important to work on breaking that all or nothing mindset. And by that, I mean adding or continuing to add certain foods that you enjoy into your plan in moderation so that you can adhere to the plan. But we also know that a lot of the foods that you and I enjoy come at a higher calorie cost with a lower nutrient value. So we might not be able to eat absolutely everything that we enjoy on a daily basis if fat loss is the goal. So how do we move forward with that to then incorporate a couple of the things that we do still enjoy? And that is where smart calorie swaps come into play. And I always think of that meme or whatever it is that floats around online where someone goes to a McDonald's, for example, and they're like, can I have the Big Mac and fries and a Diet Coke? And everyone always laugh and say, well, you're already having the Big Mac and the fries, why the fuck are you ordering a diet Coke? You're already going over your calories, so you can just as well have a normal sugary Coke. And that's where over the years I've learned that that dude going to McDonald's and ordering the diet soda is saving calories because he knows it's all about the averages over time and he is picking his battles, for the lack of better words, when it comes to his calorie choices. And that example is just a small insight into how you can save calories. So yes, it might be 200 or 300 calories that that person going to McDonald's is saving, but you take 300 calories every single weekend of the month. That's four weekends of the month. That is about 1,200 calories that you are saving when you have a diet Coke instead of a normal Coke. Now, in that moment, it seems like absolutely nothing. But always remember, 
it's all about your averages over time because this fat loss expedition is not a random one night stand quickie. This is you being in it for the long run, the long haul. Now, alongside that smart swap from the normal Coke to the diet Coke, let's say that same weekend you go out and you want to have a burger and along with the burger comes a side of chips. In that moment, you can make the smart swap of not having the chips and having a salad instead. So hear me out here, you're still having the burger, the thing that you enjoy. So you're still having some sort of enjoyment in your plan. You are just making a smart substitute with one of the things. So at the end of the day, it's a win-win situation. Let's say you save another 500 calories on those chips that you did not consume and the salad that you had came to 100 calories, for example. Please excuse my maths on the calories here. This is me just thumb sucking right now and those are not actual calorie amounts. But let's say you then saving 400 calories every single weekend when you are substituting your chips with a salad. That then gives you 1,600 calories plus your 1,300 calories you have saved from having the diet soda that is just short of 3000 calories per month that you are saving on smart calorie swaps you save an extra couple hundred calories here and there over the month that takes you to say 3500 4000 calories that you have saved that's half a kilograms worth of fat in calories that you have saved so either that's going to add to your deficit amount or it's going to mean that because you didn't consume that you didn't gain 500 grams and I think that breaks it down or it will break it down to you and help you better understand how important it is and what a major role those smart calorie swaps make. I went out for dinner last week Wednesday and I ordered a pizza for dinner and instead of having the whole pizza I stopped when I was full and I was full after having half the pizza. I then took the other half of the pizza home and instead of thinking to myself, well Mandy, you've already had half the pizza, you can just as well eat the whole fucking pizza. No, 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 no. I used the other half of the pizza to make up some of my meals for the next day. Obviously, I loaded it up with a massive chicken salad. I had two slices of pizza for lunch with a loaded salad as well as two slices of pizza for dinner with a loaded salad. And guess what? That, I'll say again for an example, I don't know the exact calories of that pizza. Had I had the whole pizza on the Wednesday night that would have maybe been about 1,500 calories but now I separated it or I divided it and I had half of those calories on the Wednesday and the other half on the Thursday which then kept me within my calorie allowance for those two days. Let's say for example I had the full 1,500 calories on the Wednesday night because I had the mindset of well I've already had the pizza one slice so I can just as well eat the whole pizza. I would have been over calories on the Wednesday and then Thursday guess what would have happened Thursday is a new day I would have been fucking hungry again I would have had to consume my normal amount of calories on the Thursday again meaning over those two days there would have been an excess of calories but because I made a smart swap for example on the Thursday with adding some salad to the leftover pizza on those two days my average calories were still at the normal amount and that's why when people say it's all about balance, it really is all about 
balance and then consistently working on creating that balance and having things in moderation. Because if you have one chocolate now, let's say it's 250 calories, a lot of the times you will think, fuck it, I've already had one chocolate, I can just as well overconsume all the other food for the rest of the day, which is the most ludicrous way of thinking. Because that chocolate bar that you consumed was only 250 calories. You still have about, I don't know, again, everyone is different when it comes to your calories. But let's just say on average, you probably still have about 1,300 calories left for the day that you can make nutrient-dense choices. And that chocolate would mean fuck or nothing. But because foods have been labeled as good and bad over the year, immediately when you have that one chocolate, that all or nothing mindset kicks in and you're like, well, I've already fucked it, so let's just fuck the rest of the day. Which I actually totally understand where that mindset comes from. And only the moment where you start reading into and looking into and learning from logging calories or understanding the calorie values of the food and understanding how fat loss takes place, that's when that eye-opener or that mindset starts changing of, yes, I had that chocolate. Yes, it was 250 calories, but I still have XYZ amount of calories left and I can make nutrient-dense decisions from there onwards and that chocolate has not ruined my progress. And let's say you have a calorie goal of 1,500 calories. If you end the day on 1,600 calories, what I've seen a lot of the times happening is people will be like, oh, I've already gone over by 100 calories, so I can just as well go over by another 1,000 calories, which also makes no sense. Because if you go over your calories by 100, the chances that you are still within a calorie deficit is massive. It is massive. You're just in a slightly smaller calorie deficit. Even if you go over your calories by say 500, you know what? You're most likely just on a maintenance amount. But now the mindset of all or nothing or when you go over by 100 calories, you then have an extra 1,000 calories, you now have put yourself in a calorie surplus for absolutely no reason. So I've totally strayed off topic over here, but if you go over your calories by 100, 200, 300, 400, it is not a major train smash. You need to look at stop throwing away three to four days every single time that happens. Because again, remember, it's not about what you do on that one day or that one meal. It's what we do over a long period of time. And if you can get straight back into being within a deficit the very next day or the very next meal, boom, Bob's your uncle. So back to the smart calorie swaps. A lot of the times this will take place when you're going out on the weekend or for a social event or wherever you feel like having something that is maybe a takeaway meal or a meal at a restaurant. You can do something similar to what I did with a pizza that I had or when you're ordering a burger instead of having the chips you can have the salad. With that instead of having the full sugar coke you can have a diet coke or if you want to have a beer with that instead of having a normal beer you can look if there's an option to have a light beer. Instead of having a glass of wine maybe there's an option to have a light wine. Another go-to meal of mine if I do go out is half chicken it does usually come with chips I replace the chips with a salad and guess what sometimes I also do have the chips because I enjoy having chips but then I know I've made that intentional decision to have the chips that evening that I go out so leading up to that throughout the day I put focus on my other meals and I'm very intentional about the decisions and the calories that I have with them 
Another calorie swap that I make because I consume a fair amount of milk is I don't drink full cream milk or I generally don't buy it for myself in my house. If someone gives it to me or if I go out for a coffee and they get full cream milk, of course I drink it, right? But in my house, I stock low-fat milk because I know I consume a lot of milk and it might seem so minuscule in the moment, but I'm saving a couple of calories every single day by drinking low-fat milk instead of drinking full cream milk. And that brings me to the next calorie swap you can look at doing. If you're a big coffee drinker and you're drinking four or five cappuccinos per day, have one cappuccino per day and the other two, three or four coffees have an Americano with a splash of milk. Again, you might in that moment think you're not saving a huge amount of calories, but repeat that over seven days a week for a month and add up those calories that you have saved. You will see that they all make a massive difference at the end of the day. And maybe instead of adding two sugars to your coffee, add one sugar to your coffee. Instead of having three or four cocktails when you are out, because full disclaimer here, cocktails come at a very high calorie cost. But if cocktails are your thing, and it's say December holidays, for example, I know, newsflash, it is almost December. Instead of having four cocktails in the evening, check with yourself if you can maybe have one cocktail and then have something like a beer shandy. Even if that beer shandy is between cocktails, it's still going to help you reduce the amount of cocktails that you are drinking in that evening and that is going to help you reduce your daily calorie intake. But I cannot place enough emphasis on how important these smart calorie swaps are and what a major role they actually play. And I know I've said it in this episode before, but in the moment, it might not feel like they make a major difference. But over a long period of time, every little calorie that you save by a choice that you make plays a major role. And remember, you're not in this for a short period of time. It's not a quickie. It's not a one night stand. This is a lifelong thing that you are doing. You are in it for the long run. And I'm going to tell you now, the more you are mindful in the moment to make those smart calorie swaps when you're out at a restaurant or a social event or whatever it is, the more they become habitual. The next thing you know, you will be going out one weekend and you will be ordering the half chicken and salad without even overly thinking about it. And you'll be like, fuck it. This is who I am now. Now, your smart calorie swaps don't just necessarily need to be made whilst you are out and about. I just use that as an example because I thought of myself when I first started my fat loss expedition. I was consuming takeaways several days of the week. I was, it was, there was one day where I made a joke and I was like, fuck it, we've had takeaways for three meals today. And I can tell you now, if you are like I was in consuming takeaways on a very regular basis a lot during the week, the small changes that you make will not go unnoticed at all. But I also want to touch on smart calorie swaps for when you are at home and when you are looking to stay fuller for longer on the calories that you are consuming. So meaning getting the most bang for your buck on your calories. Because I mean, when you get to the business end of this fat loss expedition, like when you want to start fine tuning things, you need to look at, cool, how can I increase the amount of food that I'm having, but not necessarily 
necessarily increase the amount of calories that I am having. So meaning you're eating more volume but at the same level of calories. Now I hope you're sitting down because I'm going to use a steak as an example. You get a porterhouse steak and you get a rump steak. If we look at it from a perspective of 100 grams, let's compare the two together here. The calorie value of a porterhouse steak per 100 grams is about 240. Then the calorie value of a rump steak is about 125, 130, round about there, per 100 grams of rump steak. So as you can see, you'll be able to eat more rump steak than porterhouse steak. Maybe you'll get about 130 grams of rump steak at the same cost as 100 grams of porterhouse steak. That means you've got 30 extra grams of food on your plate. Please tell me how that is not going to keep you fuller for longer. And again, please don't hold me to my mathematics here. This is not a mathematics podcast. This is not the William Smith maths episode, podcast, whatever from Neisner Heads. This is the Mandy Mayer podcast. Something as small as having, instead of having a lamb chop, having say chicken, I use chicken as an example, a chicken drumstick or whatever it is. Something small like that can also then mean or allow you to then consume more food on the same calorie value because obviously your lamb chops are a little bit more fattier, meaning they will carry more calories per 100 grams compared to something like your chicken. So to give you an idea of it, if I'm exceptionally hungry and I know I've got a big training day or a week or whatever it is, I will focus on my protein source as being quite a lean protein source, say ostrich for example, or lean ground beef or chicken for example, because then I know that I'm going to be able to consume a lot more food on certain days at the same calorie cost compared to something like a lamb chop or a porterhouse steak that is not going to give me the same volume as what the leaner meats are going to give me. So essentially, I'm eating a lot more but at the same calorie cost. So don't overlook the importance on your smart calorie swaps when you are trying to adhere to those calories and eat more food on those calories because essentially that's what's going to help adherence as well. And like I said, when you are just starting out, some of the smaller calorie smart swaps will make a major difference and it will help you see change because if you're going from several takeaways throughout the week to now only having one or two and making smart calorie swaps on that, you have drastically decreased your calories already. But once you get to a point where you've lost a substantial amount of body fat, a lot of the times you do need to start fine-tuning things and that is where I'd say have a look at fine-tuning your actual meals now to see where you can eat as much as possible on the same amount of calories. And I know this may all sound very complex and complicated but that is also why I say there can be such a benefit or it can be so beneficial to log your calories, not necessarily just to say, oh, I'm logging my calories because I want to be in a, de a calorie deficit. That is also important because it helps you keep track of your calories consumed. But there is so much to be learned about the foods and the calories that you are consuming. And this can be done from actually logging the foods and being mindful about it and wanting to learn from the foods that you have logged. That's how you pick 
pick up these things about the calories and that is how you can then start making smart calorie swaps so a couple of takeaways from this episode is if you go over your calorie goals by 100 you don't have to throw it all away and go over by 500 600 700 1000 going over your calories by 100 is not a major train smash then identify in what areas you can make smart calorie swaps because your smart calorie swaps every single one of those are going to add up at the end of the day remember you're not in this for the short term you're in this for the long run and every single little smart calorie swap that you going to make is going to add up to your calories saved and also that you can still add foods that you enjoy in moderation into your plan and create balance with the foods that you are consuming doesn't have to be a all or nothing thing as you move forward And the last takeaway is that cocktails are very fucking high in calories. If you have enjoyed this episode of the podcast or you have learned something from it, please feel free to drop me a rating or review. Or if you feel that it might help someone else that you know, please don't be scared to send it on to them. On that note, I'm going to love and leave you like I usually do. Keep smiling, keep laughing and keep being kind to one another. Much love, your friend who is an expert at saving calories here and there, Mandy.